name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In today's gospel, we have a story within a story. There's a story of Jairus and his daughter, and then also the story of the woman who had the flow of blood for 12 years. <clears throat> when I hear this story, I always think of Jairus, how he's coming to Christ in such urgency, with such need. His daughter's on the verge of death. And so in desperation, he's going to this great teacher, seeking a miracle, seeking a healing. And then it says the crowds pressed around him. You can imagine how slowly Christ was able to move from place to place because all of these people are gathering around, trying to be near him, in the case of the woman, trying to touch him. And there is this father trying to get the one who can heal his daughter to his house. And then they pause in this whole exchange. And all of this happens, and then he find out, finds out that his daughter has died. What incredible faith he had to have in Christ's words at that moment. But the agonizing patience that he had throughout all of that. And then there's the story of the woman, whose patience was much of a greater duration, having this sickness that for a dozen years, I mean, we would probably call it severe anemia, and you can imagine all of the different symptoms that come with that, the fatigue, the inability to do things, that she endured for 12 years. It's such a universal human experience to have situations that require patience. Last night when we had a little discussion about parenting, I asked them to write words on the, the board about parenting. And the first word that came up, patience. Patience. Such a universal thing. It's part of our human experience. Patiently waiting or enduring something is painful. It hurts. And the Greek is very descriptive of that. It says, which you could translate very roughly as being under pain, being under pain. And in the Latin, where we get the word patience, it has that same idea. In fact, that's where we get the word patient, like in a hospital, why are they called a patient? Because they are under pain. They're experiencing pain, and they're having to endure that pain. Bearing a struggle with patience in and of itself is salvific. The woman with the 12 years of her, of her sickness, it wasn't just a beneficial day for her, the day of her healing. Every day of her struggle with this was spiritually beneficial for her. Every day of that brought about a slow and gradual transformation. So just being able to bear something in and of itself is salvific, let alone whether that thing actually is healed and removed from us. We grow day by day in patience. And this is described very beautifully by Elder Ephraim of Arizona. He says, the faster you acquire a virtue, the easier it is lost. The more slowly and laboriously you acquire it, or the more patiently, we could say, the more steadfastly it remains. Just like that squash plant that grew tall, and said to the cypress tree, see how much I've grown in just a few days. You've been here for so many years and haven't grown much at all. 
Yes, said the cypress tree, but you still haven't seen storms, heat waves, and cold spells. And after a little while, the squash plant dried up while the cypress tree remained where it was. And he continues, this is how a spiritual man is. Both during a storm and during times of peace, he remains the same. Why? Because the long period of time has created stability. When he first renounced the world at his baptism, his spiritual condition was unstable. But with time, the grace of God gradually worked out his salvation and freedom from the passions. Thus, a person needs to force himself today, and the grace of God will start acting by itself tomorrow. It's a beautiful image of the cypress tree and the squash. We often want to be the squash. Let's get this thing done. Whatever it is that's in front of me, that's frustrating me, that's causing me anxiety, whatever it is, let's just get through that. Can this please go away? And in our weak moments, we might even be angry with God. Why is this still here? Why is this still here? So he gives us that image of the cypress tree, which is ever so slowly holding more firmly onto the earth, getting the nutrients that it needs so that when the storms come, when the cold spells and heat waves come, it's able to endure. Patience is needed for so many situations in our work environments, with our spouses, our children, our siblings, our parents, on the road, in the store, when we travel, when we're worshiping in a temporary building, trying to find the place where we build our church, many, many ways in our life. Every single day requires patience. It's needed because we live in a fallen world, because we are broken and we're around other broken people. And in fact, patience is our Christian response to the sins of others. Patience is our Christian response to the sins of others. This is how we are like Christ and how Christ dwells in us is through that act of slow patience and enduring of other sins. Our loving God came to us and entered into this world as the incarnation of patience. Listen to what St. Raphael of Lesbos says. He says, patience is a sweet word. Patience is a sweet breath. Patience is an invincible weapon. Patience is a priceless adornment of man. Patience is a blessing of God. When our Lord Jesus Christ in his earthly life taught the crowds, if he did not have patience within himself, what would have happened? Pause for a moment and think about all the patience that our Lord had. Where he said, how long am I to bear with you? How long am I to be with you? When he looked out on Jerusalem and said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I wanted to be as a hen that gathers its chicks together and you would not. St. Raphael continues, he came to earth in order to save the lost sheep and to uplift us through his patience. And then to go up to Golgotha for us who are unworthy and careless. He came to us in his patience to give us his patience. Patience is needed in so many external circumstances, and I talked about those a little bit, all the different things that we experience in life, the people around us, but where patience is really needed is in our internal life. Patience is needed as we look into ourselves and see our own sinfulness. 
Even more so, we need patience towards ourselves. What in life is a heavier weight than the burden of our own sinfulness? Again, that word, ipomoni, bearing weight, being underweight. We see our brokenness, our deficiencies, our incapacities, and we feel inadequate, unworthy, and broken. From this, from seeing our sinfulness, two bad fruits can grow. One is the ego, which gets hurt and can't bear it, so we try to blame and minimize and justify and criticize and judge. We don't want to see our sinfulness, and so we say, it's not really me, it's not really my fault, it's this person's fault, whatever it may be. That's the one bad fruit, is our ego. The other bad fruit is shame. And I'm not talking about the good shame that brings about repentance and draws us closer to God. I'm talking about the shame that our enemy brings about, causing despair, self-loathing, distraction. Let me say a word about distraction. We live in a world of distraction. We all know this. I don't need to say everything about our screens and how we turn to all these things all the time. Do you realize that is hindering you from being able to see your own sins? Or actually, I should word it another way. That's the reason why we turn to those things. We don't turn to them because they're entertaining. Sure, they might be entertaining. We turn to them because we don't want to see ourselves. We turn to them because we don't want to see the ugliness that is inside of us. And so this world that has a ruler that is not our God, this world has provided for us a way in which we never have to look inside ourselves. Not for a moment, not even on an elevator, not in our cars, not in our homes. Everywhere we can be distracted. And then we never see our sin. Then we can never begin that journey of patience. It is so difficult and painful to face ourselves. And this is where patience is essential. We must be able to bear the seeing of our own sins. St. Dorotheos of Gaza says, We should not find it strange that the passions and sickness war against us, but rather we should entreat God to give us patience, that great balm for the wounds of the soul as well as of the body. Patience is the one and only diamond which beautifies the Christian and makes straight the rough road of our salvation. I'll say that again. Patience is the one and only diamond which beautifies the Christian make straight the rough road of our salvation. Patience is the fortitude of the soul to support the deep root that holds the tree when winds beat against it and streams strike it. Just like what St. Ephraim was saying, St. Dorotheos, a thousand years before him said. When you fall, rise. And when you sin, repent. Just never let the poison of despair penetrate into your heart seeing the great sea of God's compassion. No matter how many sins one commits, they go away and vanish in the sea of God's goodness. And this is the key to how we can bear our sins, how we can take the path of patience. Look to the mercy of God. The mercy of God far surpasses all of our sin. As he describes it, the sea of God's compassion the sea of God's goodness. 
in light of who I am and how horrible I am because I know myself on the inside. In light of that, it can be completely overwhelming if I just look at that. But then I look at the mercy of God and that becomes something I can bear. It doesn't become something that doesn't exist. I'm not somehow now sinless or everything is okay. But I can bear that because I know all of that just drops into the ocean of God's mercy. So let us have strength to turn away from all the ways in which we don't want to look in ourselves. The strength to look inside of ourselves, to see the sin that is there, and to patiently endure.